0: Hello and welcome to the Uncapped Podcast, proudly presented by Roast House Pub, where elevated culinary creations meet a fresh, evolving craft beer selection, making it one of Frederick's unique dining destinations. Hey everyone, I'm your host Chris Sands, and today we are welcoming Zane Lamprey back to the podcast, and because Zane requested that we have someone to dunk on, Dan Baumiller (laughs) is also here (laughs) as a special guest host. Uh, yes, to, but,
1: I, to, but to be clear, I was, I was perfectly happy dunking on you, but I think <laughs> you brought Dan on because you wanted me to dunk on him.
0: That's 100% fair and okay, accurate. Okay, cool.
1: Okay, good. <laughs> I mean, if,
0: if I can bring, uh, someone to deflect onto, I'm going yeah. to at any time. Yes.
1: Yes. <laughs> and now I'll be, I'll be very clear when I was doing my show three sheets and I was going to Kentucky and I knew that it was a bourbon heavy episode. And I was legitimately, this is not even like me, like making this up. I was legitimately concerned. Like I can't go all out drinking bourbon like four days in a row. So I was like, why don't we bring my buddy, Steve McKenna into this episode and he can literally be a stunt drinker for me. And that is, that is how Steve got his start um, as a, as a somewhat fixture in three sheets and then definitely a fixture in, in, in drinking made easy.
0: And then all downhill from there.
1: All downhill, my brother. All downhill. <laughs> I needed somebody to dunk on, and he was he was perfect. The only the only problem is, I mean, I'm, I'm going way deep into it. Uh, you know, this is deep cuts right off the bat. But like when I was doing three sheets, I brought Steve in, and I wanted to have him come in more. And the network was like, "Yeah, let's bring him in in little doses." Kind of like how you bring in Dan. Yeah. And and I was like, I was like, okay, that's fine. I kind of want to have my best friend with me, but that's fine. It's a job. And then when I had Steve with me in Drinking Made Easy, the problem was, is that like what we're talking about, like I, he would take all the funny things. If there was a disgusting thing, he would drink it. If there was something, he would drink it. So I didn't, I didn't get to go through some of the pain that I went through when I was doing three sheets. And so because of that, it was kind of a different thing. And that's kind of, I want to that's what I want to get back to with the next shows that I do and doing it by myself and having to go through those things. Cause when I go through difficult situations or drinks or whatever it is, or interviews or awkward things, the audience is there with me. They're not with me there at the moment, but yeah. they're with me on, on that journey. You know what I mean? So anyway, yeah, and
0: you, you get the full, uh, the full experience instead of having to watch him, I can, I can, I can, right. I can yeah. think of an episode where he drank something that was repulsive, but I can't yeah. like think of the details, but yeah, so right. It, no, that's, that's pretty it'll much just what hit he always different.
1: did. Yeah. So did I interrupt? The, were you going to do more of an introduction?
0: <laughs> um, I mean, I think we gave him what he deserves.
1: No, I, I no, I, no, I don't mean Dan. No, I mean, for me. Zane.
0: Oh. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, so, so people are like, who's, who, who's this guy?
0: I mean, <laughs> I think, I think a lot of people know who you are. Uh, but we, people, I get, we I should, hope a lot of people do. We should get we should give a quick rundown. Zane okay. is uh a comedian, a very funny comedian which I I have to and I think I told you this in person that I wasn't sure what to expect because before A lot of people say that. Well, yeah. before that first time I saw you there is not even a speck of your stand up online.
1: Right, right. Bef- exactly. Before,
0: right. So like uh-huh. yeah, you were funny in three sheets and <clears throat> Drinking made easy, and and like on a show, but mm-hmm. stand up is it, very no, different. It, it,
1: it, it does not necessarily translate to stand up. So so yeah. So look I, to go back, I did, I did three sheets. Um, I think started in like two thousand six. I did four seasons of three sheets, traveling around traveling around the world and drinking, and then that show was canceled. Um, when I was shooting three sheets, actually, you know what? When three sheets was canceled. Um, Actually, Three Sheets wasn't canceled. The network that it was on went off the air because the um, you know the the Time Warners and the Comcast and the Cox, all those cable networks, they didn't have bandwidth for this little network because all of the other bigger networks like Discovery wanted that spot, and so they got pushed out. And so I, um, so the network went off the air. Three Sheets was was the number one show on the network, and I did a um, a Save Three Sheets rally in L.A. about five, six hundred people showed up. And then two days later, I went to New York City to do a rally. And what that was, was just fans of the show marching through New York City by all the the, the TV networks, you know, so they would be like, what is this? Who? What is this show? We, like, yeah. at least we need to know what this is. So he gets at the very last uh, bar and it was... Um, uh, it was this four-story Irish pub, and uh, and I'm on the fourth floor, and it's just full of fans. The whole place is full. And Steve McKenna comes, comes running up to me, and he's like, "Dude, Mark Cuban's downstairs. He wants to buy the show." It's like, "No, dude, Mark Cuban did, is not on our <laughs> pub crawl, dummy." You know. And so I'm like, "But you know." I, I, I was willing to go all the way down there just to prove him wrong because I think that's what best friends are for. And I get down there and walk up to this guy. He turns around and it's Mark Cuban. He's like, dude, I want the show. And I was like, why don't you buy it? He's like, because they're bundling it with five other shows. I don't want those shows. I just want three sheets. So when my contract expired, I called up Mark Cuban and said, hey, let's make a domestic version of three sheets. Make it just in the US, call it Drinking Made Easy.
0: Oh, that's right, because like, Three Sheets was all abroad, right?
1: <clears throat> Three Sheets was international, and then Drinking Made Easy was U.S. <laughs> and so we did it. We, we filled up two tour buses, and we went on the road. And, and what I already had planned was I was going to go on a stand-up comedy tour of the U.S. And I was like, I might, might as well call Mark and say, hey, while we're in these places, let's shoot a show. And he's like, yeah, let's do it. So we you know through the budget of i don't know how we pulled it off we got two tour buses two giant tour buses filled them up with about 15 people and we headed out for for the summer for 87 days and we shot um 24 episodes of of drinking made easy and then i did a 1 hour stand up show and before that i hadn't done much stand up um I had been doing some and telling some of my stories and stuff like that, but like I hadn't really gotten into it. But I had, you know, I think I did fifty-one stand-up shows, twenty-four episodes of TV in in eighty-seven days, and that was like me cutting my teeth. And and I travel with a great comic, and I've always been kind of like, I guess, like a student of it. But like, um, yeah, it's it's something that I that I only started doing back then. But then I kind of put my my marbles into trying to get another show going instead of doing my stand up, and now I'm just like committed to doing both. So really, only for the past like two years have I been solidly on the road. You know, I, I just did um, the other other night. I was out here in Southern California. Show number two hundred twenty four since the pandemic. So show two twenty five is coming up. Um, here just literally down the street from my house. And then I'll be at, at Dan's brewery on, uh, February 22nd, right? 23rd.
0: Yeah. 22nd. Tw- sorry. Yep. 22nd, 22nd. Yeah. Uh, at,
1: at, at full tilt. Um, pretty much just because I love those guys, but like also, you know, I'll be doing my, my up special, uh, in Hershey, Pennsylvania at, uh, at, at Englewood brewing. I think you guys are all going to be there. And, mm-hmm. um, they just have an amazing venue and I'm shooting my second Amazon prime standup special. So it's kind of like, yeah, it's, I, I'm, I'm with you. Like I've, I've been working on my standup and I, I'm, I'm not always the best of putting up my clips online. So people are like, what, what does he even do? Well, and then you, hopefully you when you come at the pleasant now. surprise, <laughs> yeah, now there's like, some exactly. Yeah. <clears throat> before,
0: yeah. before be I more. went. Before I went to that first one, I could yeah. not find a single clip of your stand up. Yeah. So i yeah. even said to Dan, I was like, Do you know, is he funny as a stand up comedian? Yeah. <laughs> and then, like, none yeah. of us were sure. And uh-huh. it turned and, and, out you and, and were. I, I, you were very I funny. I get that.
1: I, I appreciate that. I get that pretty often because people are like, Look, I I love the shows and, and I wanted to come and support, but I wasn't sure what to see. And I'm happy that it was funny. So, you know, yeah. I'm, I, I, whatever I do, I, I, I put, a hundred percent into it that's not to say that maybe like comedy or stand-up is like it's probably has it's probably 50 percent innate and 50 percent um you know uh, a skill that's developed um but yeah i like i like to think that i'm, I'm good at it so i'm, I'm glad you agree <laughs>
0: what what do you think is more important with stand-up comedy a sense of humor like in general or the ability to tell stories
1: well, not everyone's like a storyteller. I, I, I well, that's I, uh, true. There
0: are just like the just bang 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 are. joke type yeah. comedians. They're
1: not as many as they used to be. And I was talking to uh, Chris Christopher Titus, and he was telling me that like when he was doing stand up, he was just kind of having a hard time breaking out. And some guys like you don't put any of yourself into it. Like, like leave your soul out there. You know, like tell tell people what it is and and he did that and he's like that was it like ever since that moment he just kind of exploded and for me like i have stories that i i was talking to my buddy garrett Morero, who owns maui brewing company and now he just bought, bought modern times brewery um yeah and he, he ghosted
0: me all of a sudden
1: he did i told <laughs> yeah. him to
0: Oh, okay, cool. Uh, <laughs> I, I I assumed that it was just because modern times started <laughs> taking up a lot of his time that acquisition, think, but yeah, that, yeah, it checks he's... out that you it was your fault. Uncapped is brought to you by one of Frederick's original Maryland craft beer destinations, located off of Urbana Pike, featuring a warm, inviting atmosphere and knowledgeable staff serving up fresh, locally sourced culinary creations and unique craft beers on tap. Open seven days a week, our friends at Roast House Pub invite you to enjoy a casual lunch, happy hour specials, delicious dinners, and specialty desserts. Follow them on social media to keep up to date on their monthly beer dinners, Mom's Spaghetti Dinner Battles, and what beer is being featured for Buck Above Monday. Idiom Brewing Company proudly offers a delicious variety of beers to satisfy the most discerning tastes. Best known for their wide array of IPAs, delicious fruited sours, and robust porters and stouts. Idiom has a simple goal in mind, to bring people from all walks of life together, to enjoy themselves and each other. Whether you're a hophead looking for explosively juicy IPAs, are one of the adventurous few looking to try boozy, sour, or complex flavors, or just looking to enjoy classic styles and seasonal favorites, they'll have a little something for you. Idiom Brewing Company is located in downtown Frederick, just south of the intersection of East Street and East Patrick Street, with ample seating directly on Carroll Creek.
1: He 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 has he has he has good problems. He's got a lot. He's got a lot going on. But but I there's a story that that I told him. You know, my wife and I told him in confidence, and I'll tell you guys the story. But like, and it's embarrassing. It's a very embarrassing story. And like, I don't tell that story. I think I was just just told told him because I was drunk. And then I got there on stage. I'm like. I'm going to tell this story. I'm not going to tell it to like a group of friends, but I'll tell it to, you know, 300 strangers. (laughs) And so it was just kind of like, I mean, it's a, I think, I think maybe I told it last time I was there. Did I talk about my 40th birthday? Yes. When I, when I got naked Yeah. and some guy goes, Oh, good to see. I'm not the only member of the medium club. And and Garrett thinks (laughs) that's the funniest thing. I'm like, bro, it was cold. I don't know, but, but I don't care look, the funniest thing is not a comedian saying, oh, I got a big dick, right? Like that, that's not yeah. funny. No one wants to hear humble brags or if that's even a brag or whatever. It's its like they want to hear about you do dumb stuff or that you're embarrassed of it or something like that because it, it, it humanizes you. That's what comedy is just like showing your vulnerability, I think, and, and, and being brutally honest sometimes, but not necessarily like. I don't like to make fun of other people, but I like to show my vulnerabilities. I think that's what it's about. And and it's having, by the way, the, the, um, uh, what do you call it? Just like being able to see yourself and understand how others see you. That's a pretty important, uh, skill.
0: Yeah. I, um, no one's going to get mad at you for making fun of yourself. Correct. Correct. <laughs> it's, Correct. It's, a, it's a safe arena to play in. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's right. and,
1: And a lot of people, then, when they start off, they like to do. They like. They think it's making fun of people and bathroom humor, and just because, like, when you're with your friends, that's kind of what it seems like it works. But you have to just kind of dig into it. And for me, like, yeah, I'm I'm definitely a storyteller. But what I have to do with every story since the beginning is I have to, um, I have to write it out. This is my, my this is my process. I write it out and i write it out the, the way that i think it will come a al- come out and then let's say it's a five minute story and then i just try to see how concise i can get how short can i make this story and still get the point across how st- still have the twists and the the turns and the surprises yeah. and that kind of thing
0: and you could if i remember correctly you even go the slightly more complicated route well you'll you'll have like a story that kind of weaves through all the other ones too. Right, right. Which I right. which I enjoy. Like Yeah, and, yeah. It makes you pay attention.
1: It's, yeah, and you know it's funny like I'm up there doing my stand up and it's supposed to feel like I'm just telling some like some some audience members usually drunk people, well like I'll take a pause and they'll start to like help me out or they'll they'll guess the punchline. <laughs> I'm like no 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 like Pretend you're watching Make a Bath. Just sit back and like, you know. I'm not saying I'm Shakespeare, but like, yeah. th- this is all like, this is all premeditated. It's all like, it's every single night. I'm 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 getting more and more. Um, I'm getting better. At least I'm in, I'm trying to do, and I'm I'm taking certain risks, and I'm trying to do things so that, like, what will happen on the 25th when I'm in Hershey, Pennsylvania, is you will see the culmination of the last year since my previous special you'll see like i started off with my uh you know my like i did my set last year my special tender looks is now on uh on amazon prime i then put that to bed and started like powering through my next hour which is now what i'll be performing both at full tilt and then at uh at uh at, at uh, angle one and hershey and then a few other places around there like i'll be at uh, idiom Brewing. Do I was just going to say, in Frederick?
0: you, well, I'm in Frederick. Remember I, I oh, told, okay, shit. Remember I told oh. you about idiom when, uh, oh. when we were at full tilt. What was, I, what, was I drinking? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You definitely were. Yeah. <laughs> <are>. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, uh, cause I was going to say like, yes, I'm excited to see you again at full tilt, but oh, nice. yeah. I live like two miles away from idiom. So oh, nice. you going there is even cooler. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Th- yeah. Those
1: tickets, those tickets to idiom, and they must have put it out some sort of newsletter or something like that because those tickets are selling really, really fast. Uh, I, I mean, share, all of them. I, all of them kind of are. Or did you I share? I spammed.
0: It? I shared it on the podcast page and every single Facebook group that had anything to do with Frederick or drinking.
1: <laughs> Wait. So you did that. So the I, reason that the tickets blow up is, is, is you.
0: It, I mean, I'm not gonna take credit for it, but I did do a lot of spamming giving, of links I'm to the show it. today. I'm
1: <laughs> giving it. So, so, something happened where those tickets have sold faster than any other show on that leg.
0: All right, I'll so, take credit for it then.
1: Yeah, can you can you do that for um, the other ones?
0: <laughs> well, I mean, that was the that 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 was why I, I asked you to come on again. Like, yeah, I think yeah. we'll, we'll help sell some tickets in the area.
1: Uh, I, um, so I hired, um, this, of a, a, a buddy of mine, he, he's a friend and a, and a, and, and a work friend. And this year I was like at my, at, at New Year's Eve, I'm like, how, how's work? He's like, it's good. And da, da, da. I'm like, do you want to come work for me? He's like, yeah. So, so he, so Charlie, who you guys might've communi- been communicating
0: with, he is like, the one that Dan got snippy with. Well,
2: I was like, do you you think that this is a meeting? (laughs) Oh, got it. Oh, I
1: see. I I think he was confused. Well, the problem is, it's like, damn, we're talking to you about the show at your brewery and now also a podcast. So like, yeah, yeah. I didn't say he doesn't confuse easily.
2: (laughs) Well, I was just trying to be helpful.
1: Yes, yes. This is a podcast where people talk through microphones and then other people listen later on.
0: I had to scramble and find so much equipment when you mentioned that podcasts were
2: recorded.
1: Um, oh, yes, I know. I know. I know. I'm glad you're recording it because I'm not.
2: <laughs> so, Zane, what, what are you thinking for the title of uh, this next special, Tender Looks to Electric Boogaloo? Uh,
1: that was already taken. Oh, okay. um, but this, So this one will be called uh, Ski Patrol. Mm. That's the name of this stand up special. And that's the name of like this, you know, eight city or seven city tour that I'm doing leading up to it, you know, your brewery being one of them. So like what I have to do, like to prepare myself for the show (laughs) is I, I try to pack as many shows as I can leading up to it and then give myself a day off right before the show. So Friday I'll have the day off. And then on Saturday I'll be doing two, two shows there. Um, And so that one's called, yeah, that one's called ski patrol, which is based on, I mean, it's one of the stories, but it was basically that when we shot the pilot episode, it was this, this Polish guy who invited me to, spend time with him at his cabin and uh and he said it was he said don't worry about it it's safe i'm i'm a ski patrol i'm like well okay that doesn't make me feel better and so now we call exuberant fans of the show ski patrol it it used to be an inside joke but we told enough people about it that people learned what it was because
0: you sell sell ski patrol shirts don't you
1: we we have ski patrol shirts i mean what this is is like but it's a good question dan because what this is, is like it is, it is a continuation of, of Tender Looks because it's more stories <laughs> about crazy things that happened on the road. And I, I kind of had two hours of it. So one, I laid the first hour down. Now it's kind of it – it is more stories about crazy adventures I've had while traveling. They're different, completely different, different stories than the first one. Um, but then Thirsty, which is the stand-up tour that I'll be doing this summer – is a completely different thing, so it'll be it'll be other new stand up and some other crazy crazy things.
0: So you're saying like on July 5th when you return to Full Tilt Brewing, <laughs> that'll be another That's exactly right. Tour? <laughs> That's exactly right. <laughs> Can't Tickets wait. on sale three seventeen. <laughs>
1: Tickets on sale now.
0: No, not for no. They go on sale uh, March 17th. Did you click the on
1: that? No, no, I made them live, didn't I? Yeah, I made them live. Go to, go, to, go to ZaneLamprey.com. Oh yeah, you yeah, can. Yeah.
0: It, the the button still says the button is a different color, but it still says on sale. Oh, I gotta change that. Got it. Yeah,
1: yeah, got it. Because we're like, we could just say like, come back to uh, come back to the site on St. Patrick's Day, but like, no, if you're there and the ticket and the, and the event is locked down, then no, you can you can you can get tickets.
2: Well, and then the idea on uh, February twenty second is we all have such a great time that um, you tell people, "Hey, why don't you go pull out your phone and buy some more tickets for?" Uh, there you go, July fifth. Yeah. yeah, certainly. Or
1: you do, or or, or you do it,
2: or, or get or up on stage and tell Nick people.
1: Does Nick doesn't do anything.
0: <laughs> Not <a> <laughs> thing. <laughs> it's proven fact.
2: <laughs> he doesn't drive to Fred uh, Frederick to do a podcast. That's no, he, he has once. No, he will. No, that's true. It,
0: uh Nick was the first per- Nick was guest number in ep- episode number 10 of this. Really? Yeah.
1: And how many times has Dan been on it?
0: Uh I think only once as a guest and then what? as a co-host.
1: The answer, you're being too, too deep. Too many, the, the answer, too many times. Thank, that's, that's what I'm looking for. Thank you very much. <laughs> that's exactly what
2: I'm saying. <laughs> I, I guess I'm, I'm, not a, I'm not a comedian. I'm not a snappy. No, yeah. Yeah, no, that's
0: understood. <laughs>
2: well, I've been trying to advertise myself as co-host of the Un, um, Uncats podcast, but Chris tries to separate himself from that for some reason.
1: You know it's you in- should ha- you should be the host of the un- unkempt podcast.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Wait, am I fantastic. making you uncomfortable? I gotta roll yes. to sleep. Yeah. yeah, he's got the sleeves it, on. It,
1: it's today. We, yeah, it is. It is weird. Anybody who knows Dan,
0: <laughs> you don't have
1: to know. I'm just it went, go to full tilt, and this could be during any any month of the year. And if there's some guy uh, who looks like uh, uh, Lane Garrison, Google it. Um, <laughs> that with without sleeves uh that that's him, that's Dan, and he will always uh do a shot with you
2: <laughs> that's the mm. myth that I'm spreading <laughs> oh God, yeah, don't tell my wife about that one.
0: McClintock distilling is Maryland's first and only certified organic distillery hand crafting gins, whiskies, vodkas, and cordials from non g m o organic ingredients in downtown Frederick, named the best vodka distillery in the country by u s a today. Best Gin in the World at the International Spirits Competition, and Double Gold at the World Spirits Competition for Bourbon, Rye, and Gin. Open now for tours, tastings, and classes. Come sample the most awarded distillery in Frederick today. Whether you are a local beer lover or have a fan of beer in your life, don't miss Love Thy Beer, Friday, February 10th in Silver Spring. Love Thy Beer is BAM's annual showcase of locally crafted winter ales and lagers. Fans of malt forward winter beers can buy tickets to this great event now. Tickets available at eventbrite or marylandbeer.org. So is so this this couple stop tour now leading up to the Prime special is that is different though than like the Logger Than Life tour, right? Or is it some of the Yeah, so
1: yeah, right. So it kind of got a little the the names like I didn't know the names of the of the stand-up special until the stand-up like show itself started to solidify and then the name kind of like presented itself mm-hmm. and so the laughs and drafts was my first tour out of covid and that ended up go uh, when that was uh, that special was recorded it was released as tender looks because that's one of the stories about like uh, Basically, a therapist giving my wife and I uh, marital <laughs> advice was just exchange oh, tender looks with yes, one another. yes. I remember, you that remember that story. Yeah. That?
2: Yeah. Why have physical contact yeah. when you could just supplement it with a, a tender yeah. look? Yeah.
1: That's exactly right. You got it. And so this one was um, – so Ski Patrol because the story's in there and enough people like know it that they'll – they understand the reference to it. Um, and so like – yeah. So the the Logger Than Life tour – um, is now being recorded as a special called Ski Patrol. And what okay. I realized is like the first tour was called Laughs and Drafts. The second tour was called Logger Than Life. And they both begin with L. And it's kind of confusing. And I think people thought that maybe it was the same thing.
0: I remember like, that your newsletter started to have in yeah. all caps, this is a new tour. <laughs> yeah, right, uh. right.
1: And and so the new one, which starts, you know, uh, basically in March, is called Thirsty. Okay. And um, so, so that is a, that's a completely new thing. But what's interesting is the way that it will form is that I'll be doing, like, I got a bunch of shows in, like, you know, Sioux Falls and Council Bluffs, Iowa, and, like, a bunch of, like, places that, like... I'll go through there and kind of work through my material. So what I'll do is it'll be, I'll start with like a hundred percent my existing show, and then I'll start to cut the the heart out of it and replace it with new, new pieces. So by the time, you know, June rolls around and I start the, you know, the official kind of run of the thirsty tour, that it'll be, it'll be new stuff because, you know, to get a night, a solid, a new solid hour. It's a lot, it's a lot of work. It's a lot of work because I I like to think I set my, my standards pretty high. And then, and then Nick, who's been my opener, same thing with him. Like he, he always, he'll be working on, you know, a new open for him as well.
0: He was way better on the Logger than life tour.
1: Yeah. Well, you know what happened with him? And I don't know if I'm supposed to tell this, but I'm gonna tell it anyway, is (laughs) I hired, I hired Nick, uh, as my merch guy. And, and what happened was I have, I had everyone in my organization, like do some pre-interviews and it came down to Nick and this other guy and they gave me the, 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 uh, the application and the guy had his picture at the top and he had like a loosened tie, you know, very like Rodney Dangerfield. (laughs) And so I get on with Nick, but I, but I, but in my mind, I remember the loosened tie guy. They both had beards. And so I thought that that was Nick and i said are you a comedian he's like well i'm a student of comedy and i've done like improv stuff but i've never done stand up but i'd i'd love to i go all right well you want to do merch and open for me i said i i can get you to that space if you're willing to like you know learn and adapt and he's like yeah and so he started off um, day 1 and we kind of worked worked on it for like like four days his stand up i think he started up probably 5 or 6 minutes and he was like kind of a natural because he gets it. He understands yeah. what you're trying to do. It's like set up, punchline, uh, twist, you know, uh, tag. We call it a tag, whatever. And and so anyway, he hadn't done stand-up. So when you saw him for the first time, which was probably at um, Ministry of Brewing. Yeah, right? I, it,
0: and I did not think he was funny at all. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's I, amazing. Is that I, for real? I thought, no, ask Dan. I commented yeah. – multiple times about how unfunny <laughs> I thought
2: he was. I, I, I <laughs> That's amazing. I, oh, I don't man. I don't remember that exactly, but I try to stay positive. But yeah. I, I did tell him at um at, at our show I thought he was a lot funnier and and yeah. I told him and I told him what I thought, but like, you know, I'm not a stand up comedian. Take it for what it is. But I thought most of his jokes were like, I'm short, I get no respect. Um you, you right. know, like I, I don't get laid and y- you wait, know wait,
1: th- you, that that was that was version one or version two
2: version was, one version one, one was like yeah. i'm short uh-huh. like i i don't get laid yeah. blah blah yeah. blah you know the next time was just relatable he's just a funny guy yeah. like who, who yeah, cares yeah. that he's short like he's still a funny yeah, guy at full
0: tilt yeah. he was legitimately funny yeah.
1: oh yeah no he, he is he is really locked in and, and so when he's back here back in la like he's out at the clubs every single night just trying to get better um the one issue was I'll say it slightly in his defense although I don't care cuz cuz we all agree that at this point he's great but like the the venue uh the ministry of brewing which was at that cathedral in downtown baltimore Yeah
0: I remember you saying about how the acoustics and sound really messed with you.
1: I mean that place I'm going I'm going to guess that that church that cathedral was like a hundred years old or something Mm. around there. I don't know what it is, but like it was maybe probably even older, but it, but it was built so that a man could stand in the middle acoustically and, and talk to the entire congregation to have them hear him without any microphone. So when you put a microphone and speakers in that place, it was bouncing all over the place. Like I could hear myself like a legitimate half second after I said things.
0: (laughs) That's going to really help with your timing
1: oh my god it was it was (laughs) acoustically it was the most difficult show i just had to kind of do it um but then you know we get to full tilt and it was a a smaller packed room like a more intimate setting like that's pretty ideal that's a great it was it's a great show and you know that's that's another reason why we're going back there
2: that and to get your ass kicked on the shuffleboard afterwards
1: Well, did
0: did, did did I did I get my ass kicked there? I'm not sure if we remember
2: or things. things the think same way, you and I think there was a couple rounds. Well, okay. I, I, again,
1: I like to stay positive. I like to remember the rounds that I won not the ones that I lost. All
2: right. All right. Fair enough. <laughs>
0: now, do you I think you did a little bit of it at the Full Tilt show, not so much at the Ministry of Brewing one, did, but you're not you're not a big like crowd work person though, right? <sighs>
1: So this, what's funny? No, th- this new show is a lot of crowd work. Oh, okay, uh, yeah, and so it has to be shot in kind of a different way. Like they'll need, like in the planning of it, we'll need a camera behind because there's a few sections in there uh, where we do have have some crowd work. I mean, I do it because I come out and do my Q and A before yeah. the show. Yeah, so
0: the Q and A um, part's obvious, kind of, like that's all crowd work. So. It's all
1: crowd work, exactly, and it and it helps me. It helped me work out a few things, like definitely doing that. I have, um, I have discovered some jokes. I've written some jokes because people ask me a story, like, "Oh, what's the worst thing? What's the scariest thing?" And I was yeah. like, "Oh, that's oh yeah, that's a good story." And then I'll tell it, and I'll keep getting asked the same question, and every time I tell it, it just gets a little bit better. The next tour, that you know, the the thirsty tour, I don't so. The crowd, Here's the only catch with the crowd work, and this might be too much, too inside baseball. But like, it takes a little. It takes a lot of energy um, for mm-hmm. a half an hour to kind of go out there and and well, warm You have no idea what
0: curveball is going to be thrown at you. you.
1: Yeah, you don't know what's going to happen, and 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 so I have to kind of like go out there and expend my energy. But then I all then I then I go you know backstage, and then I come out an hour later and I do a full hour. And so on this next tour on thirsty i'm i'm not going to do the q a like like um so but sometimes i might do it so like people that are vip this summer they'll get they'll get in an hour earlier so they'll get the preferred seating um you know they'll, they'll um they'll get like a like a vip pin and they'll get to you know you know, get in there and, and, you know, drink before everyone else gets there. But I, I I don't think I'm going to like require myself every single time to do the Q and a, but every now and then I might just kind of like get inspired to do it. And I might get inspired to do it every single time, but I don't want to like lock myself into it because I want to think there'll be bigger shows. And I want to make sure that in that hour, I give it all,
0: you know? So do you watch many other comedians? Or do you try sure. to avoid? Okay, have you seen yeah. T.J. Miller's YouTube special? Yeah. It's like that. Mm-hmm. That it's called Dear it Jonah. He,
1: um, it's not the one where he has the water bottle, right?
0: That's a different one. I don't remember. I, I mean, you—if it was the he, same he, one when I say Dear Jonah, yeah. you would one hundred percent remember because it. Okay, got it. Because there, there was just a guy in the crowd. He asked a question too, and the interaction completely changed the entire direct trajectory of the show uh-huh. because of that interaction in fact it, like it even, like it changed the name of like the the yeah. guy's name was Jonah and he changed the yeah. name to the special because of that
1: was that the one where he got like pretty brutal with the guy
0: well he start no he's he starts to make fun of the guy's cargo pants and okay. whenever oh. the guy answers that he just really likes cargo pants and yes. there's obvious that there's something wrong with them and Tj Miller yeah. stands there for a second and he's just like I just want everyone to know I'm not going to make fun of this gentleman. Yeah. Part yeah, of the yeah. way through his answer, this became a listening portion of the show.
1: Yeah. Uh-huh. I know that bit. So I, I I follow him on social media. So I, I okay. know that 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 section. Yeah, like the guys may be autistic or, yeah, so, or something, something like that. Yeah, along yeah, exactly. Lines. Yeah. Yeah. I, I've actually it's funny enough, when I was at the one of my improv shows. There was a guy in a Hawaiian shirt. This is before that whole thing. And it was almost the exact same thing. I'm like, <laughs> hey, you you wore your best shirt. He's like, yeah, I, I thought it'd be fun for the show. I'm like, oh, okay. Like, I, okay. It well, is fun. Thanks, buddy. It is, <laughs> it, it, it is, buddy. It is. And I just kind of like move on. Like, I <laughs> oh, can't. And the whole audience is like, don't do it. Like, No, I'm not going to do it. <laughs> I'm still going to listen to what he's going to say. And if what he says is funny, that's fine. The guy's at a comedy show. So he's yeah. got to have like some
2: sense of humor. But Zane, like yeah. at, at your shows, like it, it's got to be such a slippery slope because it's like the crowd interaction can be awesome. But like you're also going to run into a lot of drunk guys that you're just uh-huh. like, oh, God. Uh-huh. Yeah,
0: your tours uh-huh. are perfectly <laughs> like, set up for there being uh-huh. plenty yeah, of drunk right. people there. <laughs> it's, it's true. It's true.
1: Because, you know, there there's like there's kind of ways that I want it to go. Like the two the two sections of crowd work are I want to know what people are going to do when they get a hangover So you get a hangover tomorrow morning. What are you going to do? And when people are honest and just give like legitimate, here's what it is like, Oh, Advil and, you know, and, and, and a cheeseburger, whatever it is like, liquid like IV and when, ad, a leave. Yeah, exactly. But, <laughs> but some people, when they try to be funny, it's like, I got it, you know, like whatever, but you know, we'll, I'll do it twice and we'll be able to use what we want. Um, and then I also talk about like really bad shots and stuff like that like what people you know shots people take So it usually works out the way that I want but like when I did it um, usually it progresses right It starts off with someone's like, oh I hate uh, jagermeister I'm like well hang tight because watch where this goes you know because then <laughs> it usually, it progressively gets gets worse and worse And then someone at my last show she the one that she yelled out was, was the worst one. It was very difficult for me me to work backwards. So all I kind of did was I just kind of like skipped over it and then I just kind of came back to her at the end. So like, yeah, I mean, it's, it's the beauty of editing in that you can kind of pick and choose, but like, Dan, you are a hundred percent correct. I don't know what I'm walking into, but that's kind of the fun of it too. And when people are there for a special, like they, they tend to like, know that they're there to just like listen unless they're called on and then like you know whatever so genuinely generally speaking i think people will be honest and good but also like if they're bad or they try to be funny i can i can i can slice them up too pretty quick you know what i mean like they can they can backfire on them
0: is right. it, is that why there are two shows that you're filming, Dorn? <laughs> yeah. Of course,
2: of course. What, yeah. What yeah. what if we were like to stop this recording real fast, you know, n- no one's listening. And then Nick and <laughs> Nick and I like just choke out anyone that gets out of line. Oh, at the yeah, Baltimore yeah, yeah, yeah. show. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah.
2: Exactly. And at Englewood cuz we're coming. Yeah. So we'll just yeah. choke out whoever like oh. becomes a problem. Like, oh, they don't oh, know it. Me. They don't know it. Oh, yeah, like,
1: yeah. No, I'll tell them. We won't I'll wear
2: sleeves. Them. We'll be ready. <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: we'll drag <laughs> them
2: out. <laughs> Dan will be prepared.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, no. All right, I, restart I think- recording. <laughs> it's, it's, it's always like a um, – they the audiences do a pretty good job of, like, self-policing you know what i mean i mean it's but but then you it's it's kind of this thing where people will sometimes yell something out and then if i don't acknowledge it usually they stop um you know like the, the more comfortable i am with the material the easier i can come back to my story after someone says something and like if someone yeah. says something stupid you know i i might stop and like say something but i also <laughs> might say i also might say hey look this is a special like you know this is this is where you need to <laughs> you know zip it and listen and mm. and then like i'll cut that out of the show and you know just we'll move on you yeah. know or sometimes it's kind of like hey get your get your buddy in line but but when i do that i always have to keep the energy up right i can't show the, that i'm bothered at all because it'll offset the entire energy of, of of the room so hopefully the 130 shows that i've done leading up to this will prepare me for it but i don't know
0: is the um how how long would be until the Amazon Prime special is the new one so, is available Yeah
1: so so the last one I did I did with a um a, a comedy distribution like a, a distributor and what they did I didn't know this was going to happen what what they did was they put it on Amazon Prime and then it was a bit available for rent for the first 90 days For like five dollars which isn't a big deal but i kind of want it to be free and my whole thing is like if it's on amazon prime that's what people pay for but like so you know just that's what you should get that free if you're a, a prime member and so on march 13th that special becomes free to to everybody but with this new special um, my intention is to make it free right off the bat like okay. I, I want I, I want eyeballs on it I don't I don't want to put any rental thing it's Amazon prime any Amazon prime members get to watch it for yeah. free and we'll put all the marketing into just getting as many people to see it as possible um, and uh, and so that one I am expecting that that will come out like somewhere around June 1st there's yeah. a lot of technical things that need to go through and all this kind of stuff but my my intention is to have that release uh, at the same time as the tour. The the funny thing is, and I get this, like someone like, uh, was at my show the other day and they're like, Oh, have you seen my Amazon prime special? Like, no, we want to watch it, but we don't want to watch it because we don't want to like, like hear any of the jokes ahead of time. Mm I was like, Oh no, when I do a special, I retire it. Like it's done. I'm not telling any of those stories anymore, you know? So, but I, but that's the whole thing. I just, I, I don't know how to convey that to people because I was listening to this debate between um, Jerry Seinfeld and I think it was like Louis CK and, or maybe Jim Gaffigan, but Seinfeld was like, if people come to my show, they want my greatest hits. They want the best stuff that I have. He's like, I have some stuff that's like 15 years old, but I give it, you know, the best show. And then I think it was Louis C.K. He's like, no, I, when I do it, I want to do a different show. Every time I'm back in, in Baltimore, I want to do a completely different show so people keep showing up. Because they don't want to hear the same stuff. They want to hear new stuff every time. And so I'm that's where, that's the camp that I'm from. Like I, I feel like you anyone who goes to the show deserves to hear something completely different because if you hear the same thing twice, you're done. I'll never be able to get you back to a show. Yeah but but I also feel like it's my job as a comedian to like continually develop work and then you know give give the best show and the best new show that I can.
0: I was at a Chrysler show last year in Baltimore that went completely off the rails because uh, people just I think you were telling yeah, me about that. Oh yeah yeah, I probably I must yeah. have seen it before you were there where like yeah. it just people Someone yelled a request for a story, and he told it. Uh, and then uh-huh. from that point on, it was just people screaming, wanting to hear his – and then and he even stopped yeah. at, a, at a point and was like, is this just going to be a greatest hit show now? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And
1: you know what's you know what's funny? You, you, you might feel that that's the way that that show went for you. But that might be the way that all of his shows go. He, he, you know, what I'm saying, like, he's a professional. That yeah. might be that might be the show that he's doing, and he kind of like if you give the audience, you know, rope, just a tiny bit, you know, give them an inch, they'll take a yard, and and you can you can you can know what you're doing when you do that. So it might have it might very well have been a completely unique show, but the show you're at might have been the exact same show as
0: the, as the next one he did too. I don't know. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I just saw yeah. that one. I mean, it was phenomenal. It was hilarious. But you loved He told exactly all his right. greatest. Yeah. I mean, it, like yeah. he, he had a couple new ones in there, but like just, it was, because even at one point someone requested one of his, from one of his specials and he was like, look, uh-huh. I don't remember the joke, yeah, but yeah. I remember yeah. the story and I can tell you uh-huh. what happened and yeah. having the details that he couldn't include in the special uh-huh. and him telling uh-huh. the story, like it made it so much funnier. Because he struggled. Not, not even that he struggled. Like he just added in so many more details uh, and like stuff that he could, he didn't want to share for it to be in a, in a special.
1: Yeah. Like if I had to tell my Kalashnikov story, um, (laughs) you know, when I was drinking with the Russians, like, I don't, I don't, I mean, if I had to go on stage tonight and do it, I definitely couldn't do it as well as I could when I was doing it every single night. You know what I mean? Um, but, uh, But, but it would be fun to do. It would be, it would be fun to go back and and do There's So many of those, like, like I was like, so we had an opener and he was talking to Nick. He's like, do you keep it clean? I'm like, yeah, I keep it pretty clean. And Nick's like saying your first joke is about your dick like you know, he goes he goes he goes he goes and and your last special ended with with steve you know crapping his pants so like i'm like oh yeah yeah that's true okay, do oh, okay. i mean I, different
0: you know. people have different definitions of clean <laughs> i say it, it might I mean, not be but, gaffigan clean but it's uh I, it's,
1: but, you know it, it's i think it's your supposed shows pretty innuendo. clean it, I think, I think it's pretty clean because yeah, look, it I, is, I, definitely. it's, 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 it's innuendo, right? Like I'm talking about certain things, but like, I don't need to come out and spell it out for you. Yeah. My job again is to tell you something in a unique and surprising way mm-hmm. that takes a turn that you don't expect. And, and so like, I, I like innuendo innuendo is my best weapon. If You know what I mean? Like, and it enables me, to take different turns because again, if I'm using innuendo, you think you understand, but I but we might be having different, you know, different ideas of where the story is going.
2: No, you are great at it. And um like you use innuendo to to it, um to uh imply that as a married man I wasn't getting laid in front of that granny yeah. lady in the front row. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: oh, God, Little yeah, granny. I
2: was... <laughs> got a picture of her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just like, oh yeah. poor granny. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that that
0: interchange was funny. Yeah, it's kind of like the two approaches where you either just come out and say the most outlandish last thing you would expect, or right. you right. kind of tiptoe around it and let the uh, audience fill yeah. in their own gaps, and
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then and then having the skill to to wrap it up and do a bow. What, you
0: know what is I mean? the what is your favorite experience that your career has afforded you?
1: Oh man, that is a toughie. What is my favorite experience?
2: Full tilt brewing stand up.
1: <laughs> well, full tilt. Yeah. Full tilt brewing stand up on February 22nd. Aside. aside. Yeah, exactly. I, Cause I haven't experienced it yet. Um, Get your tickets
0: now. Zane You know, <laughs> yeah,
1: gone. you know, it's funny. I'm, I'm, um, and and Dan, this will tie into what you were just saying too. I I'm writing a book, and it's about my experiences, and I I have stories that like people don't know. Like like I there's a time I had dinner with uh, Alan Olda, Mel Brooks, Carl Reiner, and Dom DeLuise, and and it was a crazy night, and and it's like there's not really a place for that in my standup. I don't think. I mean, first of all, some people might not know half those people, uh, uh, you know, those Mm -hmm. old timers, but um, but it's in my book. And and so that's kind of where those things live, like things where I can I can expand on the story uh, and and get into details. Because in stand up, you can't right? like you you're you're writing everyone's attention and people only have a certain amount of attention for each story. Uh, and Char- Charlie is videotaping me, which is making me self-conscious. <laughs> um, and, and so, you know, so now in my book, I can more expand on those. It's a com- completely different format. And I let, I hope that people find that I'm as good of a writer as I am of a, of a standup. It's just being able to have a little bit more time taking your time with those. And, but, but, but the reason that there's a book that's 400 pages be- is because, though that's the journey that I've had. And those are some of the, um, experiences that I've been afforded by doing this. So I like, I wouldn't necessarily know how to even quantify or, or rank those experiences. Um, and, and at different times, one might stick out as something different than than another, because I've, you know, I've like, it's like, I went and shot an episode like in, in Taipei. This is the one that sticks out in my brain. So I go to Taipei, Taiwan, and uh, I go in there a day early. And the crew, they're just going around and shooting B-roll, just shots of the city. So I had a day to myself. So I just like walked. I just walked around and explored. And it was like, it was just, it, it was amazing. And I that those are the things that I love to do. Like, and I go back on my brain is like, kind of the exploring that I did off camera is kind of the most exciting things. You know, when you see something on, on screen, I remember when I did this, uh, I did this show called Have Fork Will cool Travel for the Food Network. And one of the issues, it wasn't really an issue, but it became one. One of the issues is that I took Anthony Bourdain's time slot. So when he left the Food Network, he left a slot open. I slid in there. And I was doing not a drinking show, but a food show. So I was doing an international food show, very similar to Three Sheets. And I went to this uh, to Provence, France, the south of France, and went to the, this, these uh, guys' their house, and they have a cooking school, and I did a cooking school with them. And I was there from about three in the afternoon till midnight. So I was there for what is that? Not nine hours. And, mm-hmm. and so we, we just like, we drank from so many different bottles, we made food. And by the end, we were like, we were friends, you know, we had inside jokes, but the way that the episode was edited to so that take that nine hours and make it into, into, into six minutes was okay. It, it was what it was now. And I'll, I'll come back to that in a second. So Anthony Bourdain was interviewed by, I think it was the Chicago Tribune. And they said, what do you think about this new show half four travel and, the, and he's like oh it's unwatchable i can't it's about a guy who goes around <laughs> making fun of people and he gets way too familiar da, da, da. and i was like whoa dude like it you have to you know the process like i was i was livid with with him and so i reached out to when when the article came out i was in uh uh the big the big island of a Owa- of, of hawaii um, shooting an, an, another episode of Half Oracle Travel, Anthony Bourdain was also on the Big Island shooting at that time, and my crew knew where he was shooting, but they wouldn't tell me because mm. they know they knew that I would have like dropped everything to <laughs> go in front of him because I was pissed. I was like, uh, uh-uh. and so they 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 smartly did not let me in, like like find him. Um, and then I reached out to him. And we were like, on you know, DM of like Twitter or whatever, and then we st- we moved it over to like email and then started talking. And I was like, man, like, why would you do that? Like, you like, you're someone that I revere. I'm 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 just cutting my teeth on this industry, and then and so I'm doing this, and then this like why why is that why is that the approach you would take? You know? And he's like, well, you, you don't you don't know the first thing about food. And I go, well, okay. And that's kind of what the show is about. It's about a guy out there, you know, whatever he goes three sheets. That's one of my favorite shows. I'm like, wait, why wouldn't you say that? That's so weird. You know what I mean? Like, why would yeah. you start with that? Like, well, if he, when he got asked about my show, he should have been like, Oh, look, Zane's amazing. When you, you know, when he's drinking, that's one of the best shows ever, but maybe that's where, you know, I just something there, but you anyway, stay
0: out of my lane.
1: Yeah. That's, that's kind of what it was. And so, yeah. We, we became friends. We, we, we met up a few times, and, and, and he's, he's a nice guy. He's clearly had his demons. But when I was shooting this show, Four Sheets, um, I was going to go to Cuba. And I was talking with, with Tony about that, and he was going to uh, try to meet me there and be in my show. Um, and then um, it ended up not working out, and we went to uh, Grand Cayman instead. And and then that was the the summer that he you know and yeah. ended his time on this planet. And it was just kind yeah. of a it was an interesting journey of like my experience with him. But again, it's not appropriate for a stand up.
0: That was a really certainly... long story to say that you never got a chance to sucker punch him.
1: Yeah, exactly. No, yeah. <laughs> no, it's not that I didn't get a chance. It's by the by the time we were in person, I no longer felt the desire yeah. to.
0: <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. To be a comedian now, do you have to have a podcast? It doesn't seem like there is a comedian out there that doesn't have a podcast.
1: Yeah, I mean, Charlie who's who's here now, we that's one of the things we've been Charlie, they can't see you wave. Charlie's waving. <laughs> um that's one of the things that we're talking about i think the answer is dan just wants to know is, if
0: if he's aware that it's a podcast <laughs> dan wants
1: to, to know no that this disrespect. is a, not a zoom this is he can't hear you this is a zoom meeting not a, not a zoom meeting. it's a podcast he wants you to know that there's a difference
2: yeah
1: God. And he, he actually he, he feels bad to like he jumped out your throat <laughs> Um, so anyway, um, I think the answer is, I don't know the way that you worded it, but yeah, that, but c- every comedian should have a podcast. I think it's part of the, what you, one of the things you need to do for sure. Yeah. yeah. But, but, you know, I've, I've had a few and I have my, um, now I'm looking at my, my, my yard cause I have my, my, my fire pit and my setup. Like I was doing that until basically it got like. Well, I got busy and it got rainy because I was doing like an outdoor podcast, which is kind of a weird thing. But it works in Southern California, except for, you know, one month out of the year. But but I'll be hopping back into that because, you know, it's like because you are able to. um, You know, like, again, when you're on stage, you're trying to be concise and you're not really giving a lot like you, you, you kind of have more to say, but doing stand up, you need to you know, trim it. And so a podcast gives you a platform to kind of expand on, on some of the, the thoughts that you have. And so I think it's also just like, it's part of the personality of a, of a comedian as well as, as it, it, compared to the responsibility of one.
0: Now on the episode with Mel, uh lightly uh-huh. toasted number 11, uh-huh. you talked about a talk show. That's in development. Has that moved uh, forward at all?
1: Well, okay, yeah. There was a talk show that um, we were discussing. In fact, the phone call I just got was the person I was discussing it with. It it it, it started to head in a direction that I didn't want. I did not want to do. Okay. Um, it, it it only because I'm like this isn't the best thing for the brand. It, it's not about me just to take something because it's there. Um it was it it w it, it, it wasn't it was becoming less about the interaction with the guests and more about the superfluous, you know, extremities of it, if that makes sense. But like so we're now having another conversation about a TV show that I'll do that is basically three sheets again, okay. just with a slightly mm. older gentleman that being myself. <laughs> and yeah. and so that that was where i hit my stride it's like me going out and and making a, an international tv show where i learned about the cultures by drinking with the people was something that i was like very good at it. and and so i need to acknowledge that and go back back to to doing that if that if i was lucky enough to find the thing that i was best at i need to go back and do that
0: if that happens, or no, we'll have a growth mindset. When that happens, there can Dan have a guest spot on it if he promises <laughs> not to have sleeves?
1: No, if he okay. no, if he if he has sleeves, he cannot be on it.
0: No, he won't. He promises not to have the sleeves. He may then. Then, then he may. Okay, I
2: I can yeah. be here, Steve McKenna um zane i I was looking at your schedule here and and it seems like you're um you could clear things up on february 23rd with that idiom um special because i think we're having our uh our crab cake special at full tilt the next night oh okay you could just cancel everything
1: well (laughs) do you do you remember what happened with the crab crab cakes last
2: i do yeah i I brought that up on purpose
1: why don't you explain it in your words
2: Okay, so... Can Zane. I give it a shot first?
1: <laughs> yeah, sure. Oh, God.
0: No, um, I don't, I don't yeah. like this. It's kind of like the consistency <laughs> of cat food, uh, but didn't taste quite as good as what I would Will, imagine cat Will food.
1: Well, go, go, go back and let's <laughs> let's talk about... So, Dan, what, what were your intentions?
2: Well, Zane was in town. I wanted to give him mm-hmm. a taste of Baltimore and make him a crab mm-hmm. cake. We have the kitchen yep. in the back. Uh, yep. Someone told me that we do have crab meat. I can make a good crab cake at my house, Mm -hmm. but I had never made a crab cake at Full Tilt because I'm not a cook. Mm -hmm. Um, So then I used, like, claw meat that they use in, like, crab dip, and I made Zane some crab cakes, and they were terrible. The worst (laughs) I've ever made in my... uh, They might have been
1: been the worst uh, you've uh, ever made, but that doesn't necessarily uh, mean that they were... They they weren't terrible.
2: I thought they were terrible. So then I ran out and and
1: yeah, and you were yeah exactly you were being hard on yourself and I thought they were fine and then you ran out to like the, the place in town to actually buy some right
2: yeah I did yeah because like that that was what I meant to bring you so anyway l- yeah. literally last night because we were planning um because I'll like on my own um Instagram like i'll I'll post just my own stuff I cook and then Mainly like hot dogs. Yeah, uh, a, lot, uh-huh. a lot of hot dogs, but some crab cakes. Meat, some meat. Uh-huh. Yeah, meats. But like, you know, yeah. next to full tilt. And people will be like, well, why can't I get these crab cakes at full tilt? It's like, oh, it's not that mm-hmm. kind of place. But like, maybe we can have that night. So literally last yeah. night I bought a, I brought a couple of pounds of crab meat and we had like a testing. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, yeah, last, so you, you perfected your
0: formula.
2: I mean, I, I just I brought way better crab meat. So it was okay. the same thing. But yeah. But yeah, they were awesome. Okay. So we're going to do this. If he
0: brought any with him
2: tonight.
1: <laughs> I don't care about that. I just care no. that he has it when I'm there on the
0: day of. <laughs>
2: well, we'll have all the ingredients for the night yeah. after. So yeah. I, I'm joking I, on, I, I, on idiom. I, I expect, um, yeah. And Mike, of, yeah. of course, the show must go on and it will. But yeah. Um, but yeah, we will. I, I ex- uh, we'll I make you those. Uh,
1: yeah, I expect you'll make me one the night that I'm there. Mm-hmm. I'm I'll put to, on will, a chef's apron.
2: Hungry. I'll put on a chef's apron, no sleeves and nothing else. No, <laughs> no pants, <laughs> no, nothing else. It's fine. <laughs> I'll, That's I'll make it for about. you. Nothing but a, not wearing a liar, shirt. Bro. <laughs> 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 Donald Duck making Zane a grin. Get in that kitchen. <laughs> perfection, <Yeah>. perfection. <laughs> perfection.
0: All, all I care about are the pretzel bites. Yeah. Um I think I think that may have been all the questions I had for you. Perfection. Uh do you have time to ask a couple intentionally stupid questions? Answer
2: answer them. You meant to say. Yeah, no, I got I got
0: you. Thank you. know (laughs) what I mean. I've had a few old fashioned. I I can do that. Yeah, I'm sure. I can Oh, actually I did. What what is your favorite drink?
1: alcoholic Um, beverage. Um, I would say my favorite drink is um is beer, okay. and then maybe second to that would be like a whiskey or an aged rum.
0: Okay. Hmm. Who would and win I don't in care battle- how good
1: what? I don't care how good that whiskey or rum is. I'm mixing it with Coke because it's because it's going in me. it's <laughs> my oh. choice. Yeah. <laughs> you want to give me a twenty five pappy
0: and Coke? <laughs> yes, do it. Do it. It's I my would- drink. I would love to see you do that just to watch yeah. people lose their oh, yeah. minds. Yeah. Oh, I've done
1: it in front of – yeah, I, I did it. The, the The first ever uh, woman uh, rum distiller, I believe, her name was Joy down at Appleton Estates, and they had like a – I don't know if it was a 50 or – I think it was a 25 rum and she had it, and I like mixed it in a in a in a in a rum punch, and she nearly lost it. It's like you're doing it wrong. Is this not how you do? It? I'm like, it, this is my drink. If I want, it, this is how I want it to taste. What are you talking about? It's, you know, I mean, I get it. She's she, she's also right. She's she's more right than I am. <laughs>
0: eh. All right, who would win in a battle between a ninja and a pirate?
1: Um, ninja.
0: You're wrong. Um, no, I'm
1: not. I and, was even taking a long try long time trying right. to think about that. And, and I think you're forgetting about throwing stars.
0: I think you're forgetting does, about d- cannons and pistols and just
1: yeah, well, I think you had to specify the era too, you know? Pass. I mean,
0: d- d- it, pi- pirate <laughs> is the correct answer. Okay. Does <laughs> Does pineapple belong on a pizza? No. That is correct, sir.
1: That's correct, yes.
0: What is the best color of Starburst?
1: Uh, orange. You eh. are
0: a maniac. Eh.
1: Are you? Orange what are you fine. saying? Pink. Red?
0: No, pink. pink. What? Pink.
1: Stop it! Stop that's it! Great. What flavor is that? Pink. Strawberry. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Pink. Exactly <laughs> strawberry. It know it. There's not even strawberries in the same room. No.
2: Uh-huh. <laughs>
1: right. It's never even met a strawberry. Right. The,
2: the the orange starbursts come from Florida. <laughs> yeah, <the French laughs> yeah, that's, right. that's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> What would the
0: title of your biography be? And since you're writing one, it yeah. seems like you have, to have an actual <laughs> answer.
1: Um, it's, it's wow, that's a really good question. And and initially, I was thinking thirsty because <laughs> that's kind of how I've always. I mean, I know like the connotations of it, but that's how I've approached everything. Yeah. Was like a, a, a fight, a desire to to succeed, always having a thirst for both adventure and also um, uh, success. Dan's a thirst trap. But I'm
2: not in a thirst trap yet. I see Zane in front of waterfalls, shirtless. (laughs) I was going (laughs) to say that. He starts thirsty each episode, like, just shirtless. In front of the crowd do, do, do you
1: not think that I haven't considered that? That's absolutely what we're do.
2: Of course. Don't
1: think for don't think that there will be an episode of Thirsty where my shirt's not coming off. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Who would play you in a movie about your life?
1: <laughs> Who would play me in a movie about my life? Um theoretically have to be young someone younger. Not you, Charlie, someone that people know.
2: Oh duh. better.
1: <laughs> um, I don't know. You tell me, Tr- uh, Tracy Morgan.
0: <laughs> yeah, that uh, that was the obvious answer for, for obvious reasons. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Uh, is Nickelback a good band? No. You really hurt Dan's feelings. He's
2: <laughs> he is in the Nickelback fan club. Have we have we crossed this bridge together? I, it feels probably,
1: like a long. It feels like a long bridge. Someone's gonna is. say like yes. I'm
2: fighting the <laughs> yeah, war. On the war on Nickelback,
1: yeah. Like no, I'm no. not they're, a
2: fan, but like States. I hate their. He loves them. If yeah. you were a no, mem- I don't. I,
1: I don't. You know, it's it's funny. I, I gave my knee jerk reaction, but my honest answer is like, of course they are. Of course, I mean, of course they're good. They might not any, be for everybody, but of course they're good.
0: By any quantifiable metric, they are. A... <laughs>
1: yeah, of course. Exactly. Yes, yeah, exactly right. Yeah. Um. They're they're better than my band. Yeah. <laughs> exactly.
0: Same. If you were a Spice Girl, what would your name be?
2: Mm,
0: thirsty. Cinnamon. <laughs> I, I, the obvious answer what do you think is it'd be? Thirsty Spice. Thirsty Spice. Oh, Thirsty
1: Spice? <laughs> yeah. I, thought, I thought they had to be an actual... No, you're right, because they're not actual spices, are they? <laughs>
0: no, no. I don't, I don't think <laughs> well, Posh ging- Spice is... Ging- ginger is. <laughs> yeah, g- but mm-hmm. is Ginger a spice? I don't know. So. It doesn't um, matter. No. Thirsty... No, that's we'll interesting. Just, you're we'll right. just pretend you said Thirsty Did spice. any of the
1: Spice Girls have names that were Spices?
0: No. I mean, Dan's trying to claim that ginger is a spice, but no, I don't agree not. with that at no, all.
1: No,
2: it's not a spice. It's a no. root. Yeah. <laughs> Just a shirtless guy.
0: What is the first thing you would buy if you won the Powerball?
1: Um, how much? 100 million, whatever. doesn't matter. Yeah, is One of enough? the big
0: ones. We'll, we'll go with half a, half a bill. Um, 500 million.
1: I uh, 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 uh,
0: house on the water so that washes away at some point (laughs) probably tropical
1: water i mean after i'm gone i think
0: (laughs) crunchy or creamy peanut butter crunchy i'd have to agree i hadn't had it forever and then i added this question and started asking people and then i came home and my wife for the first time in our marriage had bought crunchy peanut butter and it's definitely mm-hmm. not because she listened to an episode of this because she would never do something like that.
1: I, I had a crunchy peanut butter addiction. It's not even a joke. And it's so I good. so there was no there there is no peanut butter in my house. <laughs> can't can't do it.
0: Did you have to go to a twelve step program or were you able to? No, I just no. I just, you know,
1: I just had to be like no. I I, I realized that that's what it was because I would sit around and just like eat peanut butter all day because mm. it was easy and and delicious and and quick. But like, man, it's yeah, it's it's not the best thing. Unfortunately. What is
0: what is the maximum acceptable amount of time to eat something after you've dropped it on the
2: floor?
1: It's going to have to be zero. Oh.
2: Zero. Huh. It's clean.
0: Do you wash apples before eating them? Yes. Like actually wash them, or give it a rub on no, your shirt. Rent.
1: Uh yeah 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 it, a a breath and a and a rub or a rinse yeah <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. uh huh uh huh there's
2: like actual chemicals on apples There's I, a lot of chemicals on them. List- yeah there's ke- that-
1: there's chemicals in everything the the worst the worst th- fruit you can have is the strawberry
0: yeah. is a hot dog a sandwich no <laughs> I love how you said <laughs> that with just like complete disappointment and disgust oh,
1: <laughs> like no. you're
0: about to hang up now. <laughs>
1: I mean, the thing is, is like by definition, is it a sandwich? I mean, technically, I guess it is, but I was just, yeah, sorry, I just saw like a this quick little thing on Snoop Dogg watching a hot dog being made, and it was like it's pretty rough.
0: Everything involves Snoop Dogg's amazing though. Yeah, exactly. It's it's crazy how someone who has murdered someone has become like a cult- mm-hmm. cultural icon. Mm-hmm. That like The current like, like, generation doesn't even have an yeah. idea that he was a rapper. Yeah. Other like, than like, the Super like, Bowl halftime like show. Like he's
1: like – he's somehow is like Disney safe right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. It's crazy.
0: Oh, yeah, because he uh, – I w- – have you heard his Daily Affirmations kids' album? No. So he has a kids', but, but, al- but he, kids album he, where he's like rapping. He must have
1: done – he must have done – the voice of a cartoon character at some
0: point. right? I think so. But like yeah. I, when it first came out, cause it was like making its rounds and as Instagram reels and stuff. And my daughter who's in the second grade was talking about this new song. Their teacher was playing every day. And then like oh, wow. I just, I just mentioned like to my wife, I was like, Hey, did you hear Snoop Dogg has a kid's album? And I played it. And my daughter was like, that's what my teacher plays for me. Oh my God. That's amazing. So, All right. So yeah, he's I'll, he's he's he's, uh, he's being played in elementary schools now. Yeah, yeah. How many pairs of underwear do you pack for a three day trip? Mm, five. Hmm, it's a good good uh yeah good number. All right, one more. Yeah. What would your stripper name be? Thirsty.
1: Um. So <laughs> go, go, what's the rule? It's the it's the house you it's the street you grew up on and your your first pet.
0: Yeah, I mean that. That or you could just like. Uh, and yeah, I think that's well, that, the that's, formula. That's
1: where I'm, that's where I'm, but that, first of all, the answer is thirsty, but, <laughs> but I'm going to go back because my first pet's name was Mrs. Wagner and I, and I, grew up, <laughs> and I grew up on Glenwood drive. So it would be Mrs. Wagner, Glenwood. It's pretty sexy. <laughs> yeah. Pretty sexy. Hot. Uh, <laughs> <hot>. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or I might want- just go by Mrs. Wagner.
0: Yeah. <laughs> All right, how um how do people stay up to date with you?
1: Everything is at Zanelamprey.com. All all the shows, if people want to come and check out a show, if they if they want to email Charlie, they can email Charlie at zane dot com and Charlie can answer anything. We're gonna put a button on my website that just says just ask Charlie. <laughs> get to me. get 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 to me through Charlie. He's in the process of, as you guys know, as Dan knows, booking the new uh, the new tour. Uh, we're also discussing uh, some possible shows. We have the special coming up. Um, so, but to stay up to date, yeah, zanelamprey.com is it, you know, or my social media, but, but it, and that's all slash Zane Lamprey. And then, and then here, last thing when I'm in Frederick, maybe I'll, uh, maybe I'll come in there and I'll do the podcast with you.
2: That would oh, be awesome. shit.
1: And, do it in, in, person. in person. Dan
2: can't be there. Don't have Dan be there. I won't you let, you let him I can. I'm I'm gonna be a crab cake diet. And...
0: Oh, that's right. You might have <laughs> to, to be not there. Even too. Welcome. Fuck yeah. you. Yeah. Fuck he you guys. Come. Yeah. All
1: right. You guys are awesome. <laughs> right. I'm ex- I'm excited to see you guys soon and I'm sure I'll talk to you. Yeah, so um as we continue to make fun of Dan.
0: Thank you so mm. much for your time tonight. And uh, I guess thank Dan for his time